If I'm not supposed to diet or exercise a lot, like then what's the answer, Anne? Come on. And, and you're right. There has to be some kind of commitment and consistency and effort somewhere, somehow to make a change. But so many people think they need to torture themselves to get results. What if instead you just took it slower, did it in a better way so you don't have to quit? Welcome to the Balanced Fit and Free Podcast. I'm Rianne Mullins, your host, and you are in the right place if you are ready to learn how to live a life of balance through healthy daily actions and a positive mindset. As a Hashimoto's hypothyroid warrior, I will be sharing with you tried and true methods of keeping a balanced lifestyle to ward off inflammation, aching joints, brain fog, and weight gain. My very open and honest approach will have you leaning in to learn more. Enjoy the show. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Balanced Fit and Free podcast. It's Ray Ann Mullins, your host. Thank you so much for tuning in today. So as you know, lately, if you've been listening, my cat, Charlie, he's right here. I didn't even know where he was. And I came to my office to record this and poof, he appears as soon as I pull out the microphone. It is so weird, but kind of funny. So anyway, we are here today to talk about something that's very popular out on the the internet. And that is something called the 75 hard challenge. So maybe you've seen it. Maybe you've seen the hashtag 75 hard. Maybe if you follow anybody that's like big weight loss um, people or you'll see all these before and after pictures out there on Instagram and Facebook and whatever else you look at, TikTok or whatever. Um, But anyway, I started noticing this trend of this something called, you know, 75 hard. So finally one day I was like, what the heck is this thing? And, and, you know, if you've listened to me for a while, I don't really go out and seek um, challenges that are like related to weight loss. And I don't really follow trendy things because that's just not my deal, right? That's like not what I think is balanced. But I thought, okay, I at least need to know what's going on here. So I did some digging. Anyway, the 75 hard challenge is definitely super popular right now. It's a fitness and mental toughness program that is created by a guy named Andy Frisella. He is a entrepreneur and CEO of a company called First Form International. Okay, First Form is actually a supplement company. They have supplements, protein powders, creatine, all the stuff, okay? So anyway, this 75 Hard Challenge has gained significant attention all over social media and among many you know, fitness enthusiasts. So today, I'm going to give you an overview of what the challenge is um, and some of the reasons why people do it. And then I'm going to give you my personal opinion about it and whether or not I think you should do it. Okay. Keep in mind, though, that as I look at these kind of challenges, I'm looking at them um, from a metabolism and immune system lens. Okay. So I'm not looking at it from a um, hardcore kind of place. So you probably already have an idea of what I think about this. But anyway, here we go. So the 75 hard challenge is a 75 day, as you can imagine, self-improvement program that consists of like several daily tasks and habits that are aimed at improving your physical fitness, 
uh, your mindset or mental toughness and discipline. So the core requirements of the challenge include, I'm just going to list them for you, two 45-minute workouts. Okay, You need to complete two separate 45-minute workouts each day, and one of them must be outdoors. Okay, The second requirement is follow any diet. So participants, they, they're required to stick to any diet of their choice, um, whether that's counting calories, following a specific nutrition plan, or you know maybe avoiding certain foods, whatever they choose, they are required to follow that plan to a T for the 75 days. The third requirement is to drink a gallon of water every day. So they're supposed to consume one gallon or 120 ounces of water every day. The fourth rule is to read 10 pages of a nonfiction book, okay? So this would be something like a self-help or a personal development book daily, not a novel, right? Something that's gonna help you improve your mindset, okay? Um, I'm not sure. Actually, I just thought of this. I'm like, can you read like a book about planets? That's nonfiction. I mean, it would be improving your brain and teaching you something, so maybe that counts. Anyway, um, the fifth rule is take a progress picture every single day. You want to document your progress every day with a daily photo, okay? And the sixth rule is no alcohol and no cheat meals the entire 75 days. No alcohol, no cheat meals or treats. Stick to the diet. Stay strong, okay? The seventh rule um, or requirement is no substitutions or exceptions at all. Okay, the challenge emphasizes strict adherence to all its rules. So if you miss any of the daily tasks, you start over from day one. Okay, so if you have one slip up, you have to start the 75 days totally over. Okay, so after hearing that, I don't know what you're thinking, but to me, I'm like, ugh, right? So why are so many people doing it? Well, there are several reasons why people are drawn to this 75 hard challenge. First, they're looking for physical transformation. Okay, many participants are just looking to improve their physical fitness, maybe lose weight, build muscle. So the challenge's rigorous workout and diet requirements can help these people maybe achieve these goals. That's the thought. The second reason people might want to do this is to um, work on their mental toughness. The challenge is designed to test and strengthen mental toughness, discipline, and resilience. So it pushes individuals way out of their comfort zones and encourages them to develop a strong mindset. Okay. Um, accountability is another reason people might want to do it. The daily tasks and public commitment to the challenge create a sense of accountability. So I forgot to say that. Um, if you do the challenge, you're supposed to like commit to it and post about it every day. So whether that's an Instagram um, or, you know, maybe there's probably Facebook groups for it. And there's just all kinds of places that you like publicly tell people you're doing it and post every day to say that you got through it. Okay. This accountability makes it less likely for participants to quit or give in to temptation. Okay. Supposedly. Now, the fourth reason somebody might want to do this is just overall self-improvement. The requirement to read daily and focus on personal development can lead to personal growth and learning. Cool? So those are some of the reasons why people might want to follow the 75 Hard Challenge. But I would bet that most people um, that do the 75 Hard Challenge are people that want to lose weight or get more fit. Okay? And that's just 
the people I've talked to that are doing it. Cause of course I went around and found people that were doing it to talk. So I could talk about this a little bit more. Every single person I talked to is somebody who, especially right now, this time of year were people that were like really crazy over the, the holiday, not the holidays, but over the summer where they, you know, maybe were drinking more on tons of vacations and just didn't worry about it. So they think, you know, getting to this, you know, hardcore focus for 75 days is going to be the answer. Okay. That's what most of the people I talked to said. Okay. So what is actually good about it? Okay. Well, what is good about it? This is from the creator himself. This is why he thinks you should do it and what's good about it. Discipline and accountability. The challenge instills discipline and holds all the participants accountable for their actions. Okay. That's if you're going to post about it. It helps them build good habits and break bad ones. Although, you know, I'm not sure exactly how people are being held accountable um, unless they are like posting about it every day, or maybe they have friends that are doing it, or maybe they're in a group that's doing it. I mean, it's not like this guy Andy's going to reach out to you if you don't post your daily photo. So accountability, I think, is is up for debate in this. Um, I guess that'd be kind of up to you and how you choose to do that. The other thing that's good about it is physical health. Following a regular workout routine and a diet depending on what it is, can lead to improved physical health, increased energy levels, and possibly weight loss. Okay. The other, you know, benefit would be mental toughness. Many people find that the mental fortitude developed during the challenge extends beyond the 75 days and helps them overcome challenges in other aspects of their life. Okay. Um, Community and support. There is a sense of camaraderie among participants, and many people find support and motivation from the online community that's built around the challenge. So again, that's if you like go to the hashtag 75 hard or you join groups, free groups on Facebook, or you're following people, you could feel a part of that community and feel supported. Okay. And you could do that anyway. Like just for example, like joining my um, Balance Fit and Free Facebook group, you might feel supported and have a community if you're in there and post, right? So it's kind of the same idea. So, you know, what are critics saying that they don't like about the challenge? Okay. This isn't, this isn't yet my opinion. This is just like, um, out there, you know, other critics of the program, um, don't like the rigidity. Okay. The challenge is highly structured and may not be suitable for everybody. It has strict rules and that can be challenging to maintain for a consecutive 75 days. Okay, there's a potential for overtraining. The requirement for two 45-minute workouts every day may lead to overtraining and injury if not properly managed. Hmm. Not sustainable. Some critics argue that the extreme nature of the challenge may not promote long-term sustainable lifestyle challenges or changes. Okay, once completed, individuals may struggle to maintain the same level of intensity. And then finally, mental stress. For some individuals, the pressure to meet all of these daily requirements can become mentally stressful and lead to burnout or anxiety. Okay, so my opinion. Are you ready for my opinion now? When I first heard about this trend, remember I told you I kept seeing it and so I looked it up. When I first heard about it, I thought, oh, great. Just another quick fix or some trend that won't last. And then I thought, uh huh, great. Another trend that will create more eating disorders and people who feel like losers because they aren't able to stick to it. Okay. So, again, if you know me at all, or if you've been listening and following, then you know that I hate over restrictive programs. I truly feel like most of them set people up to fail. Okay. At first glance, this 
75 hard challenge is just the diet cycle in disguise. So I've talked about the dieting cycle before, but I'm going to review it really quick just to remind you what that is. So here's kind of how the diet cycle works. It's like, I feel fat and I need to lose weight. Okay. That's kind of like step one. I'm feeling like I've had too much fun over the summer and I've gained weight and it's time to get back to it and to lose weight. Okay. That's kind of step one in some version of that, right? Step two is then, okay, well, I'm going to find a popular diet or challenge that I see people having success with. Okay. Then third step is found the, you know, I found the program. I will start the program with a ton of excitement and motivation because I'm ready to do this. Fourth step. Awesome. I'm seeing some results. Yay. It's working. It's working. Step five. Hmm. I'm starting to get a little hungry and I'm tired from the lack of food and the excess of exercise. Step six. I start to eat extra snacks and crave sugar because of Step five, remember, I'm getting hungry. I'm working out too much. I haven't eaten enough. I'm getting hungry. Now I'm starting to crave sugar, okay? And I'm starting to eat it more because it's hard to keep that willpower. Step seven, I decide it's too hard or feel like I just can't do it anymore and I quit. And then step eight, I gain back the weight because now my metabolism is even slower than before I started. I despise this diet cycle. I lived it. I lived it for a really long time. I watched my mother live it. I've watched thousands of women live it. Now it's my mission to fight it. I fight it for myself and I fight it for my clients. So you might be thinking, well, then what am I supposed to do? If I'm not supposed to diet or exercise a lot, like then what's the answer, Ian? Come on. And and you're right. There has to be some kind of commitment and consistency and effort somewhere, somehow to make a change. But so many people think they need to torture themselves to get results. What if instead you just took it slower, did it in a better way so you don't have to quit, right? Why in the world does someone need to work out more than once a day, okay? Unless you're in the fitness industry as a job, maybe you're an athlete that has multiple practices or, you know, workouts a day, or maybe you're someone who's training for an event. Otherwise, there's really no reason to have two workouts in a day, I'm sorry, but that's just how I feel, okay? I personally literally burned my body out, drove my body into autoimmune by over-exercising, okay? And now I know it was my job, but even then, it's still not a good idea, okay? So that's one thing I have to say about that. And if you're someone like me that has an autoimmune condition or even a thyroid condition or any metabolic condition, you especially do not need to be overstressing your body with a restrictive diet and two workouts a day. Okay. That is how I feel. So what I don't like about the program is the two, like I just said, the two workouts a day, not a fan of that. Um, now there are some exceptions. Okay. I, and I'm going to tell you the exceptions so that if you've ever worked with me and I've said this, you don't think I'm being a hypocrite. The exception is this. If I I am a big believer in walking. I'm a really big believer in getting as many steps in as you can in a day without overdoing it or hurting yourself, right? Or burning yourself out. So if you wanted to maybe take a 20 minute walk in the morning, because that's how much time you have. And then later after dinner, you have time to maybe do another 20 minute walk. Fine. What I'm not a big fan of is, is stressing your body out two different times in the day. Okay. So 
That's the exception is if you want to go multiple times a day for a walk, great. Or if you're going to lift weights at one point of the day and then maybe go for a walk later, fine. But both workouts don't need to be super intense. Okay. The other thing I don't like about the program is, well, I don't like following diets, right? Not a big fan of diets in general. Now, this again has an exception. Maybe you have like food intolerances or maybe you follow a certain guideline around food to help you um, reduce your inflammation or to you know work with your gut health or because you like it. That's different. It's different than being like for 75 days, I'm going to follow this diet one way or the other. And that's what it is. Like that's, I'm not a fan of that. Finding a way to eat that works for you could also be called like your own personal diet. That's okay. That's different. But to just follow some random diet for 75 days, praying that you're going to get results is not really my jam. The other thing I'm not um, liking about the program is I'm not a huge fan of the gallon of water a day. Okay, yes, you do need water. Absolutely. But a gallon of water a day may not be an appropriate amount for someone. Okay. If you weigh, um, you know, 120 pounds and you're having 120 ounces of water, that might be okay for you. But for some people, that actually could be too much. So I'm just not a big fan of that. I think to put a general number on something like that is actually um, careless and not really a good idea. Okay. I also don't like the fact that once the 75 days are up, you, you know, can't just stop. Okay. The idea is that most of it will be a habit, but I know from working with thousands of people that it's not that simple. Most humans can focus for a time period, but then they will most likely fall back into their old habits. So creating real lasting habits is a way better option than strong arming yourself into following a silly challenge. Okay. So these are the reasons that I, you know, was initially against it. Okay. So mostly I don't love the two workouts a day. I don't like the idea of following a strict diet. Um, I don't like the general um, recommendations of like a gallon of water a day. And I just don't like the fact that for 75 days, you go so hardcore restrictive that on day 76, you're like, woo, I made it done. Now I'm going back to my old way. Like you, you really can't do that without, you know, getting back the weight or whatever you gained, you may actually lose the results. Okay. So now, you know, like I said, these are the main reasons I was initially against it. Like when I first read about it and first saw it, I was instantly like against it. Okay. And I know, I know, I know that some people really thrive on these kinds of challenges and feel like they need it. But I would argue that most people do not respond well to these strict programs. You can look online and see a lot of testimonials of people who did well with the program, but I would be willing to bet that there are way more people that never finished it and feel even worse about themselves now after not completing it. So anyway, what I don't mind about it, okay, about the program, what I do kind of like about it, in fact, is I love the idea of reading self-development books, okay? I love that. I think it's really important whether you you know, really buy into them or not. I think it's a great idea to read self-development books and learn because a lot of times you might read something in a book that completely opens your eyes to something you never thought about. Okay. So definitely I love that, but you don't have to be doing a 75 days of hard challenge to do that. Okay. You can do that at any time. 
Um, I do love the fact that one of the workouts is supposed to be outside. Remember, I don't love the idea of two workouts, but I do believe in getting outside and moving your body. I love it. It's great for your stress levels. It's great. Um, well, like I said, for your stress levels, but it's also good just to be moving. Okay. I've talked about forest bathing before where you go outside and get out in nature and walk and it really, really helps anxiety. It helps with motivation. It helps with energy. It's a great idea. Okay. I do love that. I also am a fan of the no alcohol. Okay. I actually, to be totally honest, I'm not a fan of that because I'm not going to stop drinking alcohol. Now, I like the idea though of saying, you know what, like get the toxins out. You know, it's poison, really. Alcohol is poison. So I do like that. Um, but, you know, I, I don't, I also, the whole like cheat meal thing, it says for the 75 days, no alcohol or cheat meals. Okay. That's fine. But, you know, uh, anyway, those are things that maybe we should take out more often, but I just don't love how restrictive it actually is. I also, um, the no exceptions. Okay. This part, this, this is like the all or nothing mentality. And I think that the all or nothing mentality is exactly why so many people fail and why people get stressed out. So I'm not a fan of that. Okay. I'm all about balance and I believe in something over nothing instead of all or nothing. Okay. So after talking to several people who have done the challenge, like I said earlier, and there's a few people who are still like in the process of doing it. I've actually opened up my mind more and think that it can be used as a general guideline as long as you make a few tweaks to it, okay? Now, here's how I would tweak the 75 hard challenge to make it more sustainable and long-lasting. First up, I would look at the criteria and I would just select two to three of the requirements, not all of them. Like, pick the ones that speak to you. Pick the ones that maybe you feel like need to be a part of your life more, Okay. So instead of following the challenge criteria, I would even rather take it a step further and pick two to three habits that I like either want to create a habit for or a habit that I want to eliminate. So instead of working out two times a day, maybe I want to create the habit of working out four times a week, or maybe I want to stop my cookie habit at night. These would all be a great focus for 75 days or for however long you want to make it. Okay. And like I said earlier, I would keep the reading part for sure. I love that. I think reading is a great way to relax your mind. Even when you're learning from the reading, you can still kind of relax your body and your mind, find a comfortable, you know, comfortable place to sit, read, drink some tea, whatever, relax. It's a good thing for you. And I would also keep the hydration part, except I would have it be tailored to the person's needs. You know, I would be like, okay, definitely drink water. Like definitely make that a habit, like work on that and try every day to drink more water. But I would give somebody a more specific amount that is appropriate for them. Okay. So it's funny. I, the other night I was out in the yard with my dogs and my neighbor was walking by and it was funny. I did notice that she had worked out earlier in the day. Like I saw her, um, you know, pumping her arms and walking around the neighborhood. And then I saw her again and I didn't say anything because, I, I mean, I, I noticed, but I didn't really think much about it. You know, it wasn't really my business. Anyway, when we were chatting, she said to me that she had just started the 75 hard challenge. Now, I adore this woman. And so, of course, I didn't want to knock down her enthusiasm and her effort. So I kept my mouth shut. Like, she didn't ask my opinion. So that's cool. 
But, but she went on to tell me that she was starting the 75 hard challenge, but she decided to modify it to fit her life more. And inside I was like clapping my hands. I was like, yay, good choice. So I was much more on board, right? After she told me this. So, oh, and by the way, she told me that she and a couple ladies in her office were doing it together. So they created their own accountability group. They created their own rules. So like I was saying earlier, they tweaked it. They liked the idea of the challenge. They liked the idea of being focused, but they tweaked it to fit their life. And I love that they created a little accountability group. That's really, really good. Okay. So, um, so if you too want the thrill of like a challenge like this and want the focus, then I suggest you try it, but with your own twist. So this is going to be more realistic and I think you'll be more likely to keep at it and maybe even keep some of the habits along the way. So all in all, I see the good intention of the 75 hard challenge, but my point is that I believe it's the all or nothing go, go, go mentality that is actually hurting more people than helping them. And I'll say it again, if you're suffering from autoimmune conditions or any thyroid or metabolic condition, I vote that you stay away from this type of challenge and instead spend more time figuring out how to make your body and your mind feel safe with better managed stress levels, okay? So if you've seen the 75 Heart Challenge out there and you've wondered about it and you've thought about it and you've considered it, I hope that you'll take into consideration some of the things that I mentioned, like the pros and the cons of the program. And you know, if you decide to do it, I would love to hear from you. I mean, this is really interesting to me. So send me a message, either email, which is um, rayannmullins at gmail, or you can find me on Instagram, which is at rayannmullins and Facebook, rayannmullins. And I would love to hear from you and tell me like if you've done the challenge, if you're going to do the challenge, if you're going to tweak it. Um, And I'd just love to hear more about it. All right, you guys, thanks so much for being here. As always, I would love to get your review and rating on Apple, especially. So it's so, so easy. If you have an Apple phone, you just go to the free app, you find the icon for the Balance Fit and Free podcast, you scroll to the bottom, you literally hit one of the stars, hopefully five, hopefully a five star. And then you have the option to either write a review or just rate. The reviews are so helpful to me. It actually gives me feedback to know if I'm on the right track. And also that helps filter the podcast out into the world. So that is so, so helpful. You guys, thanks again for being here and I will catch you next week. Bye. Thank you for tuning into the Balanced Fit and Free podcast. I am so stoked that you are here. Be sure to subscribe so that you never miss an episode. If you want to continue the conversation or share your takeaways, I would love to hear from you. Head on over to my Instagram at RamFitLife or Facebook at Rayanne Mullins and comment on your favorite part of the show. See you next week.